A man wearing an ankle monitor tried to trade drugs for fried pickles. A marathon runner is disqualified for chain smoking throughout the entire race. And a study finds Bigfoot sightings correlate with black bear populations. These are the weird news segments for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. A man wearing an ankle monitor tried to trade drugs for fried pickles at Buffalo Wild Wings. Seems like a fair trade to me. Drugs for fried pickles. Need a little bit more information, though. Uh, Did the pickles come with the dipping sauce? And do the drugs come with paraphernalia? We have here an Indiana man on an Indiana night. This guy was desperate to get his fix of fried pickles. Unfortunately, he was arrested. The police say he offered some narcotics to the restaurant staff at Buffalo Wild Wings in an attempt to lure them into reopening the kitchen. Oh, man, I totally relate to this Indiana man on an Indiana night trying to get the staff to open up the kitchen. He's drunk and high. He gets there. You're like, oh, I could go for some fried pickles right now. They're like, sorry, the kitchen's closed. This has happened to me before. Drunk, late night, trying to get some eats. Yeah, you're limited to the places that are open, and sometimes you show up just as they're closing. You're just like, well, you want to beg them to open. I never thought to try to convince them to reopen the kitchen by offering them narcotics. Let's get back into the story and the narrative and find out if this worked. Police say 25-year-old Justin Carpenter, the Indiana boy on an Indiana night, arrived at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Lawrence, Indiana, with some friends Sunday night. Uh, Unfortunately, Justin and his friends found that it was closed. Now, uh, Justin, who was wearing a court-ordered ankle monitor due to a prior drug arrest. Okay, so we have a plot twist here. Justin's <laughs> Justin's out with drugs on him, clearly, probably in him, and wearing an ankle monitor due to a prior drug arrest. Was he n- supposed to be at home? <laughs> I think Justin's breaking all kinds of court-ordered suggestions at this point. Uh, Justin allegedly offered the restaurant staff Multiple drugs if they agreed to reopen the kitchen and make him some fried pickles. Now, according to the arrest affidavit, it seems Justin Carpenter phrased it as such. He asked the employees, quote, if you make us some fried pickles, me and my friends, well, I'll make it worth it. (laughs) Two of the staff members of Buffalo Wild Wings that Justin made his illicit offer of drugs to were apparently underage. Now, that's a problem. And apparently the uh, employees that were of age still didn't accept this bribe. Rather than accept the illicit barter attempt, the restaurant refused to make Carpenter any fried pickles at all. On his way out, Carpenter allegedly left three small bags of marijuana on the front counter of the restaurant and told a manager to, quote, give those bags to the kids. <laughs> wow. Give those bags to the kids. What is this? The marijuana Robin Hood? <laughs> Leaving little green baggies for the kids. Oh, that's hilarious. I got to say, I mean, I'm extremely surprised that uh, fast food employees didn't go for drugs. I mean... What self-respecting restaurant employee turns down drugs? Ah, I've worked in the restaurant industry. I know the kind of drugs that the employees use. 
I know the habits of restaurant employees. Oh, I've lived that life. I'll tell you right now. Getting paid cash at the end of the night and immediately pooling our money together to buy. I'm not going to tell you what it is exactly. I'll just say it rhymes with Spokane. <laughs> now, when the police arrived at the BWW, they tracked Carpenter's car at a nearby gas station and then took him into custody immediately. A search of his car revealed he had, my goodness, he had a lot. He had marijuana, cocaine, oxycodone, Xanax, THC cartridges, scales containing a white powder, and drug paraphernalia. This guy, who does he think he is? Hunter S. Thompson? I mean, that's a Hunter S. Thompson drug haul if I ever heard of one. Uh, look, uh, Justin, if you're listening to this podcast, feel free to come to my workplace and bribe me to open up the closet. I'm okay with it. Says here, Carpenter was arrested and charged with multiple drug felonies, unfortunately. He also has two pending previous drug cases. Sad situation. How do you like this restaurant, though? You know, turning them in like that? <sniffs> Bunch of snitches over there at Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm not eating there. Even if you don't partake, you got a narc on the kid? Come on now. He left three free baggies for you. Like the little, like a little green Santa satchel. <laughs> what did I just say? A marathon runner was disqualified for chain smoking cigarettes throughout the entire race. They disqualified him for smoking cigarettes. This guy decided to play the game on hard mode and you disqualified him. How do you do such a thing? Should give him this guy a medal. Who can finish a, a marathon while chain smoking anyways? This guy's a superhuman being. The article says being in good shape to complete a full 26.2 mile marathon at 52 years old is quite impressive. To do it in three hours and 33 minutes is even more impressive. I have no idea what, what the average time to finish a marathon is. Three hours and 33 minutes. I guess that's pretty great. This guy did it while chain smoking the entire race. And, and that just seems insane. This is what a man named Uncle Chen did during the Xiamen Marathon in China earlier this year. But apparently all his effort is for naught. He's been disqualified for running the marathon while chain smoking. You can't smoke on the track. That's the reason for the disqualification. I don't see the big deal with smoking on the track during a marathon in China. I mean, the cigarette smoke is probably cleaner than that Beijing air anyways. Who cares? <laughs> You're doing the other runners a favor. Uh, the marathon committee issued a statement announcing the disqualification of Uncle Chen, a bunch of haters. Uh, they're citing uh, Article 2.12, which states, quote, Uncivilized behavior from runners such as open defecation, smoking, or trampling on flower beds or green spaces that affect the race and the safety of other runners will result in disqualification. Uh, open defecation, they slipped in there. That's, uh, I mean, I guess that's pretty common for marathoners. You, your body, like, is in some shock when you're doing this kind of intense physical activity, and sometimes you just can't control your bowels. Um, Marathon runners are, are known to poop themselves while racing and keep going, or sometimes just sprint into the forest really quickly. Uh, trampling on flower beds, I like this. Smoking, uh, all right, so he broke the smoking one, I suppose. This was already in uh, the Article 2.12. What are you going to do? But, I mean, I just think the guy's a boss. Yeah. And I think next year, 
After Uncle Chen finishes the race sooner than this year, he should just smoke a cigarette while pooping in someone's flower garden as a celebration. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Uncle Chen's amazing. He crossed the finish line just five minutes slower than his 328 finish from two years ago and placed 574th out of more than 1,500 runners this year. So sounds like at the top one-third. For a guy that's in his 50s, though, and smoking while doing so, pretty amazing and impressive, I have to say. It says here, uh, reactions to Uncle Chen's unorthodox methods have drawn both praise and criticism online and from fellow competitors. While it's no doubt inconsiderate to others in the race for someone to be chain smoking, many people applaud Uncle Chen for being able to complete the grueling race while actively harming themselves, as they say. Yes, you should applaud the man. He's putting himself at a disadvantage here, clearly. He's giving the other runners a chance. He's like, you know what, you guys, you can beat me today. Look it, I'm going to smoke here, giving you all a chance. I mean, it's like going into a boxing match with one arm tied behind your back. Or like shot-putting, a shot-putting competition where you're only using your mouth. As if, <laughs> can you put, I don't know anyone, I don't know if you could hold a shot-put ball in your mouth. They're pretty heavy. I was trying to come up with another uh, analogy here. It's like entering a competitive eating contest after just eating a full meal. I mean, sort of. I like the, uh, I, I, there's, there's no photos of him smoking on the track here that I can see. I would love to see that. Because, you know, this guy isn't like a living Newport ad from the from the 80s. <laughs> Cigarette ads way back in the day would show you, people would be doing like competitive events or playing sports while smoking. So ridiculous. <laughs> This is some guy jogging with a cigarette in his mouth. Those were the ads back then. So stupid. Anyways, all hail Uncle Chen. Yay! A study finds that Bigfoot sightings correlate with black bear populations. What are they trying to tell us here? That Bigfoot feeds on black bears as their main food source? Perhaps Bigfoot has trained the bears to warn them of the humans approaching, so now they live incongruence with the bears let's learn a little bit about uh, <laughs> bigfoots and bears this is real science right guys uh, should i even sing it's the sound of science because this really isn't science anything with bigfoot in the title is not science i'm so sorry the idea that north america is home to a completely unknown primate species does not seem to go away these days years after everybody started walking around with high quality cameras in their phones they're still haven't been any clear images of a Bigfoot, but that hasn't stopped a steady flow of purported sightings. Now someone named Flo Foxen has followed up on an earlier analysis and checked for factors that could influence the frequency of Bigfoot sightings throughout North America. The results suggest that there's a strong correlation between sightings and the local black bear population. For every 1,000 bears, the frequency of Bigfoot sightings goes up by about 4%. Well, clearly... Black bears are cosplaying as Bigfoots, so we just need to get to the bottom of whoever's handing out these Bigfoot costumes to the black bears, and we'll find out what this mystery is. <laughs> They're calling this Bigfoot data. So yeah, this is Bigfoot data should be in quotes. For every thousand bears, the frequency goes up 4%. Also, for every thousand trees, I would imagine it goes up too. There's a correlation between trees and Bigfoot. There's probably a correlation between alcohol consumption and Bigfoot sightings as well. I'm, yeah. I'd love to see some of these other correlations, Bigfoot sightings. Yes, uh, they also correlate with um, 
Old smartphones. Yeah, yeah, because all the photos seem to be blurry. <laughs> they also correlate with, a, uh, with middle-aged white men with too much time on their hands. <laughs> That's where the Bigfoot sightings come from. Uh, they, they correlate with... <laughs> in, they, they're often found in areas where the community has a lack of genetic diversity and a lack of teeth. <laughs> so that's also a correlation. Now, the article says it's very easy to see how black bears and Bigfoot could be mistaken for each other. Despite their name, Black Bear, the bears actually come in a wide range of colors, from a golden brown to a deep reddish color, as well as, obviously, black. They're also large animals and will frequently stand on their hind legs to get a better view of their surroundings. They also frequent the forested areas that are supposedly Bigfoot's favorite terrain. It says here, earlier work had used data from the Pacific Northwest to show that the presence of bears correlated with the frequency of Bigfoot sightings, but this individual foxen in the study decided to expand the analysis, bringing in the rest of U.S. and Canada as well. Canadians are sighting Bigfoots as well. Um, seems like Canada's picking up some of these bad U.S. habits. <laughs> it's like totally American. Little Bigfoot. I got abducted by aliens. Okay. Uh, says data for sightings came from the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. The Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. You know you can trust them and their data. Apparently they maintain a geotag database of reported sightings. National census data was used to determine the human populations in those areas and estimates... Estimates of the amount of forested area were also obtained from the Canadian and U.S. governments. All of these were combined into two different models, etc., etc. We didn't. We need not get into the details of this uh, convoluted uh, Bigfoot black bear forest study. We can uh, just jump to the conclusion because it's my podcast. <laughs> It says, overall, Foxen found that with forested areas and the human population taken into account, there's about one Bigfoot sighting for every 5,000 black bears in the area. Each additional 1,000 bears raises the probability of a sighting by about 4%. Hence the conclusion that if Bigfoot is there, it could be a bear. It could be. It is a bear. Okay? It's a bear. There's no Bigfoots, guys. All right? We, we need not live in that fantasy world that there's Bigfoots strolling around. These are obviously bears. This little lame correlation study, you know, even you could say proves it, but it, it definitely is a little bit of some solid data to back that up, given the numbers. There is no large, out-of-focus monster wandering our countryside. So sorry. <laughs> you mean that Bigfoot that bonked my wife was actually a dang bear? Come on, man. One, two, three, four. Hunting, hunting, Bigfoot, hunting it all day. Hunting, hunting, Bigfoot, gonna shoot him in the face. So yeah, I'm gonna shoot me a Bigfoot. Been hunting Bigfoot today, and I shot something. Let me go see what it is. Oh. Shit, it's a possum. Hunting, hunting Bigfoot with my friend Steve. Hunting, hunting Bigfoot, I see him in the trees. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shoot that Bigfoot. Ah, shit, I shot Steve. Hunting, hunting Bigfoot, instead I shot Steve. Didn't mean to shoot him and his family's mad at me. Oh, now I'm going to Steve's funeral.
funeral and I gotta explain to his relatives that I mistook him for a fictitious creature that doesn't exist and that I'm not gonna shun Bigfoot anymore but they still be Hello, weirdos and friends. Let's talk about caffeine. You know it fuels me. You know I'm an addict. It fuels my podcast. Many of you have sent me coffee. You know the deal. You also know I have acid reflux, though, so I found another source for my morning focus, my morning energy, my morning routine. It's an elixir called Magic Mind. Magic Mind is a coffee alternative gives you energy, increased focus, but it comes in a little green shot. Instead of that third cup of coffee, you have a little shot of Magic Mind, which is delicious and healthy. It has vitamins B, C, and matcha in it. And for my listeners like me, who are coffee addicts like me, who want to try a healthy alternative, this helps you cut back this Magic Mind. And I have an offer here for January. As part of this campaign, you get one month free of Magic Mind with a three-month subscription. Just go to magicmind.com slash Jan Jonesy, J-A-N Jonesy, magicmind.com slash Jan Jonesy. Use the code FUNNYJONES20. You get an extra 20% off, which gets you a total of 75% off. This offer only lasts till the end of January. One month free with a three-month subscription. Use that code. I'll put a link in the description of the podcast. And crush your New Year's resolutions with the help of Magic Mind. Yay! What's up, my friends, listeners of the Weird AF News podcast? Bigfoot hunters, whatever you might be. I want to thank you for spending some time with me in this episode. Hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode. It was pretty good. I got some good feedback from that. I appreciate everybody reaching out to me over the weekend as well. I want to give a shout out to Patricia from the Bay Area. She sent me a nice little DM on Instagram. She said, new to the podcast, Jonesy, and so thankful. My dad has been sick and I've been extremely sad. Your podcast makes life better. I laughed hella hard. Laughter is truly medicine, Jonesy. Uh, Thanks to the Florida woman who got pregnant through the air conditioning vent. That had me laughing hard AF. You rock, man. New listener, Patricia from the Bay Area. So shout out to Patricia. We hope that her dad uh, recovers. And um, you guys have an amazing 2024. And I'm grateful for the message, Patricia. Thanks for reaching out. That's really sweet. Also, uh, Tish reached out with a DM. Tish West. This is also on Instagram. Tish wrote, found the Weird AF News podcast through Google Home. Love this show. It's made me laugh uh, during some of the darkest times. I show my appreciation by recommending it to friends, Jonesy. Good luck with your life, man. Isn't that sweet? Tish, Tish and Patricia reaching out, making my day with some lovely DMs, telling me how much they appreciate the show, telling me how much it has uh, brought something to their lives and the lives of the people in their life. So pretty sweet. I'm I'm very happy and very proud. So thank you so much. If you guys want to slide into my DMs on Instagram and say nice things or um, make some critiques, feel free. It's at Funny Jones. And my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you want to call the show, 646-450-2012. That's how you do it. If you want to support the show, you can uh, buy a subscription to Magic Mind. Use the link in the description or go to the link as I described in the... um, in the, in the earlier commercial segment, magicmind.com slash, what was it? Hold on. Slash Jan Jonesy. That's what's up. Use the code funnyjones20. Uh, you can also buy me coffees or join the Patreon on my website, weirdafnews.com. Weirdafnews.com. Click on the little coffee cup to buy me a coffee or click on the Patreon banner to join the Patreon 
which is like a, a subscription service, sort of. Like you buy Jonesy a beer every month, and then you get you get access to extra weird content that I put in the Patreon for my little group of super fans that are in there. So you guys can become a super fan too by joining the Patreon. Go to Patreon.com/slash/WeirdAFNews as is another option, or download the Patreon app on your phone and do just do a search for Weird AF News. Anyways, that's enough due diligence. We will see you tomorrow with some more weird news. Take care of yourself, and good luck with your life, man!